Hello and welcome to Aunt Mary from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Now for our story. It was 11.30 at night. Ben Calvert and his wife, Jessie, walked through the lobby of the Brown Palace Hotel in Wakefield and out to the adjoining parking lot. They'd attended the opening of the new supper club, and as they went toward the corner where Ben's big sedan was parked, each was reviewing to himself the events of the evening. Jesse was thinking of Brett Cameron, wondering what he'd meant by a hint he dropped when they talked on the club's veranda a few hours before. Ben was remembering a conversation he'd had with Mario Descari, the young Italian farmer. In the darkness, Ben's expression was grim as he put a hand in his coat pocket, felt the filmy material of Carla Descari's scarf under his fingers. He'd seen Mario's wife drop it, but instead of returning it to her, he tucked it away out of sight. Ben had an idea regarding Carla's scarf. Now he lets Jesse walk on ahead toward the car while he pauses by a brand new maroon sedan, Bill Mead's car, which Mario had described to him. But Jesse turns and calls back to him. Ben? Yes, Jesse? What's keeping you? Nothing, Jesse. I'm uh, going to look for Joe. He's got my car wedged in. Well, it's not so bad. There's plenty of room to back up, Ben. May take a little maneuvering, but you can manage. No, no. You go on ahead, Jesse. The car doors aren't locked. That'll be right along. Oh, very well. Ben Calvert glanced around him, then quickly opened the rear door of Bill Mead's new sedan. Drawing Carla Descari's scarf from his pocket, he tucked it carefully into a corner of the rear seat. Then he jumped a bit as he heard. Hello there, Ben. Oh, oh. hello, Brett. Say, that's a good-looking new car. Is it yours? No, I, uh... I just stopped to take a look at him. Have you seen the attendant around, Brett? I want him to dig my own car out for me. If there's anything I hate, it's working that big Lincoln of mine around in a cramped space like that. Well, I don't think Joe's here just now, Ben. I saw him dive into Smitty's when I came out. Probably refreshing himself with a stein of beer at the moment. Oh, thunderation. Maybe I can help you out. Driving's one thing in which I'm fairly adept. Oh, that's all right, Jim. Thanks, just the same, Brett. I think I can manage. Well, I guess I'll get along. Yeah, you're leaving rather early, too. Not that I blame you. You know, this supper club idea is a bit too homey for my money. I've never enjoyed such places much myself. It's a cross between a church social and a high school graduation party. However, I imagine the local gentry might find it amusing. Yes, yes, I suppose they do. Uh, I was thinking I'd have a nightcap somewhere before I go home and... Well, say, why don't you and your wife join me? Well, thanks, Britt. But I think we'd better go on home. I've been out of town, you know. Hmm. Haven't really caught up on my sleep yet. (laughs) Too bad. I've been hoping we could get together for a little chat sometime. This seems to be a propitious moment. But never mind if you're tired, though, Ben. Guess none of us is as young as we used to be. Got to get that eight hours of sleep in. Uh, look here, Brett. On second thought, why, uh, why don't you come back to the house with us? You can have a drink there. Well, sounds like a very good idea, Ben. Sure your wife won't mind? Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> no, Jessie would be delighted. She likes company, you know. And, uh, to tell the truth, I believe she'd have liked to stay on at the club a little while longer. 
she was rather annoyed at me for leaving the zoo. Well, in that case, perhaps you'd better bring me along as a hostage, huh, Ben? Instead of throwing in your hat. <laughs> Maybe you're right. Come along, Red. Another thing, she's probably tired of waiting for me. Oh, I hardly think so, Ben. A man of your charm should never worry about keeping a lady waiting. <laughs> oh, good evening, Mrs. Calvin. Oh, hello, Brett. I hope you're not cross with your husband. It's all my fault. I delayed him, you see. Oh, so you're responsible for keeping me here all this time. And I've been out of cigarettes, too. Oh, allow me. Thanks. You know, there's nothing like a cigarette to calm an angry wife, Ben. Yeah, thanks for the tip. <laughs> Jesse, Brett's agreed to come home with us and have a nightcap. How nice. That is, with your permission. Of course. So nice of you, Mrs. Calvin. Gathering in a lonely bachelor. <laughs> well, uh, hop in, Brett. I believe we can all freeze together. You can put your coat in the hall, Brett. Thanks. I guess it's been quite a while since you've been in this house, hasn't it, Brett? Well, I... Ben, you'd better make your drink. Yeah, in just a minute, Jesse. Yes, quite a few changes since you were here last. Oh, yes, indeed, Ben. Quite a few. And all for the best. Yeah, Jesse has quite a knack around the house. <laughs> a little too splashy for me at first, some of the things she did, but now I'm getting used to this modern stuff, and I'm beginning to like it. Oh, Ben, this isn't really modern. You still have the same old furniture. Yes, but you changed the draperies, little things. Mm, mostly I just took things out. I never saw such a lot of junk in my life. Oh, very pleasant. I only wish I had a wife to take over that place of mine. Uh, that's right. You're living over there in the cottage across the river from David Bowman. No. It's not too bad, but it lacks that feminine touch. Yeah. What are your plans, Brett? Now that you've had time to more or less get your bearings, anything special in mind? How do you mean? Well, I wondered if you intend taking a job of some kind. You mean work? Well, yes. Frankly, Ben, I haven't. I see. That's the last thing I'd try. But, oh, I know it sounds shocking to a man like you, Ben. But you see, I, I want to enjoy life. I have a theory that the average American businessman doesn't. How do you mean they don't well, enjoy life? Well, they spend all the best years slaving away and piling up money in the bank. And they wind up in middle age, old before the time. Beset with all the ills of the flesh. Dyspepsia, ulcers. Well, look at you, Ben. Ever since I've known you, you've worked too hard. Well, it hasn't hurt me. Never sound as a dollar. Nothing wrong at all. Oh, Ben. Well, a uh, little blood pressure, perhaps. Otherwise, I'm perfectly fit. Just the same, Ben. You're not getting any younger. You ought to start slowing down. I'll fix the drinks. It'll take just a minute. Why did you have to say a thing like that to him? Hmm? Now he'll start worrying. Talking himself into thinking something is wrong. <laughs> well? Oh, I think you're abominable. Do you really, Jesse? You know, somehow I don't believe you. Well, you should. And I wish you'd let me alone. You make me furious. Worming an invitation out of Ben. I suppose your idea is to upset me. Is that what I've done? It's just your infernal conceit. Your oh, but Jesse, I was lonesome for you. You gave me so little of your time this evening. And you're looking so beautiful, too. Very beautiful, Mrs. Calvin. Oh, stop it, Brett. You're not the least bit funny. You seem to be... Watch it. There you are, Brett. Oh, thanks, Ben. This is wonderful. Jesse? Thank you. Yes, Ben, you're a lucky man. If only you could learn to enjoy life. 
enjoy it the way you do? By leading a perfectly worthless life? Jesse. <laughs> That's all right, Ben. I'm afraid Mrs. Calvert's rather tired. Well, I think I'd better toss this off and let you two people get some sleep. Well, please don't rush off, Brett. Take your time. No, no, really. I, I can see your wife drooping in her chair. Got to be either fatigue or boredom. My pride won't let me believe it's the latter. But don't bother getting up. I'll let myself out. Good night, Ben. Thanks a lot. Good night, Mr. Calvert. Good night, Brett. What was the idea, Jesse? Why didn't you say goodbye to him? You were inexcusably rude. Brett Cameron's one of the few people in this town with whom we have anything in common. At least he has some family background. In you may have something in common with him. I should have thought he's exactly the sort of chap you like. Perhaps our tastes differ more than you know, Ben. Well, I must say it's annoying. And embarrassing, too. You might put yourself out a little, at least for my sake. Very well, Ben. I promise to be perfectly charming to Brett Cameron from now on, just to please you. Ben Calvert couldn't understand his wife's attitude toward Brett. No, Ben, it isn't that Jessie dislikes Brett. She's afraid of him, afraid of the hold he has over her, afraid that her own emotions will interfere with the life of comfort and security she has planned for herself. 